0: Hi, this is Vernon Davis from Bedrock Games and the Bedrock Blog, and I'm here with Lady Chow Fung and Kenny to talk about The Martial Club for this episode of Wuxia Weekend. Martial Club is a 1981 film directed by Lau Kar-Lung. It stars Gordon Liu, Kara Hoi, uh, Robert Mok Tak Law, Johnny Wang, and Ku Fung. It's a, um, I don't know, it's basically about rival martial arts schools in Canton, and it's also kind of a Wong Fei Hong movie. Um... Uh, I don't know. Let's let's just sort of open it up by uh, getting into your you, you guys' initial reaction to the movie. What did you guys think of this film?
1: I I really enjoyed it. It's um it was a very pure movie if I felt like I mean they didn't try to um yeah uh, shove any messages in our faces it was just purely these there the, are the, 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 the martial arts clubs in the, in, 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 in um, a region and they are sort of vying for fame and supremacy type of thing again like, and, and that, that was basically yeah and and yeah you know, obviously to make the movie interesting one of them one of the clubs is a bit more evil than the others and they go a bit overboard right but um I, I felt that all the, all the characters were quite compelling. The fight scenes were very well done. And it was just all around very entertaining.
2: I enjoyed this movie a lot. I think it's a really good um Kara Hui movie because I like her fluid movements in it. And I, the story is so simple, but yet there are so many plot twists and turns. But you don't get overwhelmed by it. Plus there's touches of humor, and uh, like Kenny said, the, the characters are very compelling, and you can, or at least I could see some people that I know in each character, and um, who you really think would be the bad guy really isn't the bad guy in the kind of way, um, but it's typical relationships among um, rivalry clubs, kind of an inside look at them, but it's a really good movie
0: yeah I, I, I quite like this film. I think I think it uh, number one, it gets sort of the spirit of martial arts down really solidly, which you kind of expect from Lao Kar Lung. But I like how it it uses the um, the lion dance as sort of the introduction to that where they explain the lion dance rules. and it sort of becomes clear that they're really really talking about like the rules that govern interaction between schools themselves and the conduct that students are expected to have. And so I like that aspect. I like like you guys were saying, the characters. I think that they're all quite enjoyable. And it's a in and like you said, it's a simple story, so you're not you're not sitting here sitting there waiting for the story to come to a conclusion. You're not you're not sort of like, you know, oh, when is the finale gonna come? And you're not on the edge of your seat waiting to see what happens. You're just kind of enjoying watching everything play out as they go from scene to scene. And they kind of take their time going from humorous uh rivalry between uh between uh wang feihong and yin Yin lin and uh the uh and then they you know sort of slowly move into the the more serious rivalry but even that never quite it never quite feels dire it's more entertaining than um uh than like a you know it's not like a cheng Che style rival school movie this is uh
1: you know you you don't
0: you you know and 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 by the end uh, that's pretty clear when you don't really have you know any any death or or no
1: no one got horrifically injured in this movie there was no buckets of faint (laughs) fake blood being splattered everywhere
0: (laughs) yeah exactly so so i know so i guess uh moving into the the discussion of the film um it's you know Let's begin with the characters. The, uh, the primary characters in this movie are uh, Wang Fei-Hong, played by Gordon Liu, uh, Wang Yin-Lin, played by Robert Mock, and Wang Ju-Ying, who's his sister, played by Kara Hoi. And uh, the, the two Wang siblings are part of the Zheng School, and Gordon Liu's character, Wang Fei-Hong, is uh, part of the Wu-Ben School under his father, who's also a sort of notable folk hero. And they become rivals with uh, a school run by a man named Lu Zheng Fu And he eventually recruits uh, a master from the North played by Johnny Wang uh, named Shan Zhang. And the cool thing I think about his character is, and so maybe we should start with him, is that he's kind of the bad guy in a way but not really. And he's just sort of a, a simple-minded guy from the North who is recruited into this situation but she displays a lot of nobility over the course of the movie. And even though he and Wong Fei Hong do have a final fight with each other, it's a very sort of honorable duel of mutual respect between them.
1: A scholarly fight, if you will. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Um, Oh, go ahead.
2: Yeah. I was just going to say that they're giving each other kind of pointers in a small corridor on how they would handle the situation And they're learning from each other, and I think that's like one of the coolest moments of the movie is that they're um, they respect they respect each other. They're teaching each other, and as uh, Johnny Wang is like leaving, he's practicing some of the moves that he's been taught, and you know he doesn't want to be caught uh, practicing them. So you know it's just really scholarly and really cool, and there's no. there's no death and you can end a movie like that. And it still is a good movie.
0: Yeah. And I I think that, uh, and Johnny Wang is somebody you see him so often playing, you know, bullying villain type characters. And here it's just like a nice enough of a twist on it that, you know, he, he kind of, you get to see a little bit more of his, of his charm and charisma. And I just think it really works. And, And, and like you said, at the end, you get that that mutual respect, and I think that that uh, I don't know. I, I like that his character is kind of the enforcer of the rules of the martial world, or the rules between the martial uh, clubs in this in this movie. Where you know, even though he's working for the bad guys, he's kind of rebuking them, uh, but doing so in a way that allows them to save face, because saving face is also another important part of the movie.
1: Um, It's funny because the only way he was able to sort of yeah, as she said, enforce the rules of the martial world, or uphold the honor of the martial world. It was because he himself was stronger than <laughs> any of the other masters involved there, so it was—it's—it's it's really sort of highlighting a little bit of the might is right situation. But when might is in the hands of uh, someone who is an upstanding citizen, kind of, then it's okay. But imagine if the if it was you know someone like the 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 Liu family, um. Who are the ones who are the strongest martial artists around? Like it would be a very different sort of movie in that case.
0: That that's why it's so important for people of good character to train as hard as they can to be the best. Because if they don't, then the bad guys will, will rise above them. That, I think that's and I guess that sort of brings us into the um to the the the, the sort of mirror storyline of the Wong Fei Hong character and Wan Yin Lin because they're both quite similar. And we're both kind of sort of like light rivals of each other, but friends at the start of the movie. But uh, Yin Lin is sort of going down this path where he's constantly going to the brothel at night and, and just, you know, spending his time his evenings relaxing. And Wang Fei Hong takes a different path of focusing more on his training. Um, and so I guess we could start with the Wang Yin Lin character because he runs into a number of problems due to his... Uh, um, to his hands. Yeah, yeah. He he. Well, he likes to go to the to the brothel and uh, and uses kung fu. Essentially, it seems to get discounts, or you know, uh, you know, maybe even get out of paying anything at all. And 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 he, and so he he essentially just you know is the thing that he's always doing is he'll have them like tie up his hands and then he'll break the break the ropes or he'll uh you know you know perform some other feat of 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 martial arts strength. And it ends up being his undoing because then the evil school uses that against him to 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 get the uh the courtesans to bind him with with cowhide so that he can't break through and then they beat him up and break his legs um you know one one of two big deceptions from the uh the rival school um but I don't you
1: know, think that you know I was just like, thinking of the things like surely like in a brothel like maybe the first time and you'd be impressed enough that you'd you'd, you know give him a night for free or whatever right but by the second third fourth fifth time you know wouldn't you get bored like it's not really changing up his routine that much really right i mean he's still snapping silk handkerchiefs and and like (laughs) yeah showing off his hard chi gong
0: well and they do mention that might be why they ended up doing what the bad guys wanted them to do because they were kind of fed up with them um you know but but i don't know i it was a little unclear on how much because because he was getting the he, he kept whenever he brought wong fei hong there he did ask him how much money he had and so he was going there with some money but it didn't seem like he was spending quite enough so i got the impression he was just spending the bare minimum and then using his kung fu to to get whatever you know to 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 get whatever he could um but uh but, yeah, so, you know, but but it does end, It does land him in in, in in quite a bit of trouble. Um, and the, you know, obviously the other character is Gordon Liu's Wang Fei-Hong character, who's a, a folk hero. But in this one, I don't know, he kind of brings a... I thought he brought, like, a charming arrogance to the role. Um, and maybe it was just the way, you know, like, the facial expressions he was making during the... Uh, during a lot of the more humorous scenes. Like, there was a... There's a, a sequence at the start of the movie when he and yin lin are uh first they want to they want to prove who's better by fighting and then when they realize they're just going to hurt each other doing that they decide that they're going to pick out two big guys and fight them independently and whoever can land six moves first or something will win but they both end up getting the same idea to pay off a couple of big guys in town so uh just to to basically take a fall and uh and during the fight they're kind of mugging it for the camera and uh, I don't know. I thought that Gordon Liu's performance was was uh, particularly entertaining there.
1: Yeah, I think both of them did very well in the sort of the the showmanship side of things of hamming up the uh, the fights with the big guys, um, and. I don't know, yeah, but Gordon New is amazing in just about everything I've ever seen him in, so I can't really, it's really hard to criticise, I mean, he he does so well um, in serious stuff or in comedy stuff and, um, and, uh, you did mention um, that, you know, both Gordon Liu and Karahui are great at acting while they're sort of doing the Kung Fu and I think that's definitely true. So yeah, you know, one of the, the the scenes towards the end where um, they're sort of on the uh, on on the on the cloths and they're trying to practising their their stances. Um, and, and you know, and you can sort of really see the, the sort of the struggle in his face, and when he's carrying the rice sacks as well, you know, like he he, he does a very good job of conveying the, the struggle, despite the fact that it's probably not, you know, obviously not sucking five sacks of sacks of rice on his back um, for the scene, but he did a very convincing job of that. Um, but yeah, no, I I think you know, you mentioned about his arrogance as well, and I think. Yeah, you know, this is supposed to be depicting like a young version of Wong Fei Hong, like before he sort of comes into his own as a, uh, as, as a martial artist. Right. So um, it's, it makes sense. I mean, everyone, everyone's young once and, you know, he can be quite rash and think too highly of yourself or whatever. And i yeah, definitely portrayed it very well there, I think.
0: No. And I think, I think it does make sense because he is sort of learning life lessons over the course of the movie. And so, it, 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 it ends up working. Um, what about the Karahui character, the Wang Juyin character?
2: I loved her. I thought um, her hot-headedness um, was pretty funny. Um, that She's always trying to, not on purpose, but she makes trouble for her brother as the story goes, just with her hot-headedness. She ends up getting him kind of beat up by picking the the big brutish guys at the, um, you know, at the beginning and she sends um, her whole school over to defend her brother um, at one point so to take kind of revenge but it was a complete misunderstanding because the brother couldn't talk so she's good at creating a whole lot of trouble in her hot headedness which is unusual for one of her characters.
0: Yeah, she has. She she had a real sort of fiery spirit in this one, and I thought it. I thought it complemented the other characters really well, and it worked well for the story. And I think I like. I always like when she and Gordon Lewis are in a movie together. They 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 really have a. They have chemistry that's kind of more platonic. Like it's not like a. Um, like in this movie, it was a little unclear what their chemistry was supposed to be because it it didn't it didn't I didn't read it as like a romantic thing. Though I suppose it could have been. But but I feel like uh, but they but they tend to do really well together in my opinion when they're not you know like as sort of like a just platonic uh, pairing and and I think part of it is because to me they both are really good at acting while they're doing martial arts. Do you know what I mean? Like they're like they're really good at mm-hmm. putting on the faces that you need to put on to make it to to be convincing while also doing like this really strenuous uh, you know sort of physical performance. Um, and so, yeah. So I also think. Oh, go ahead.
2: I also think that they have really good comedic timing, that they know when to have those facial expressions, when they're doing it. They know when to make it struggling, when to make it funny. Um, so they have a really good chemistry together. Plus, I think with um, the director that they have. Um, um, Lau Carl Jung is very good with working with these two. Um, He really knows how to bring out the best in his brother and in Kara, I think, in the movies that the three of them, they kind of form their own, not iron triangle. I don't know what kind of triangle you would call it, but the three of them together in one movie is...
0: yeah, it, it is like an iron triangle. Yeah, it definitely is that kind of a thing. I would agree with you. Um, what did you guys think of the of the lion dancing?
1: I didn't realize there were so many rules to lion dancing.
0: <laughs> I I didn't either. I don't know if they did if they made them up for the movie. If those were real rules, I was kind of curious about it, but i i didn't I didn't actually do the work to to investigate it, which I should have done. Um, but but I thought it was a cool framing for the start of the film um you know the the because they, they list the rules i actually have them written down um and they're not they're not supposed to be the complete set of rules it's just to get you to understand that like there are rules of conduct that they're supposed to follow when rival schools or different schools have lions dancing together and the first one is a lion should never smell the other's butt it achieves nothing and provokes a fight the uh the second one is when a lion is close to another no blinking is permitted and the other one is uh one can't approach the other lion with a raised foot. And so these are all things that either you know they're just they're you know like I, I think I think that the 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 rear uh putting uh smelling the rear I think is sort of a, a provocation because it implies like a mating ritual. Um and Yeah, I think <laughs>
1: they, they did they, they went into a bit more detail, um, through the movie explaining the rules, then they said that if you're sniffing the, the rear of another line then you're sort of implying that the other line's a female, you know. Um and if you're blinking then that's just like you that you you you're not like what's the way to say in English? Like you're not you're not that you're not, they're not worthy of your attention, basically, mm. is, is what it roughly translate to, I think. But I didn't really. I, I missed the, what the actual explanation for the whole raised leg thing was. I'm sure there was something else there.
0: Okay, yeah, I, I, I didn't catch that one either. Um, Neither did I. But I also. But I th- thought that was it. Oh, go ahead.
2: I just thought it was the beginning was a great setup because when the e- the evil school comes in, you see that they break every single rule that was stated at the beginning, which, you know, is just going to amount to bigger trouble later. But I thought it was really cool how they set
1: it up.
0: And I like the fighting that I like the choreography of the lion dancing, how it starts as this dance, then it becomes a fight, like a fight dance or a dance off between the two lions. And then it becomes like an actual fight. And it, it sort of evolves into that, and then and so they're sort of balancing the, like, like having to puppeteer this lion costume and fighting one another. And it was it was it, I thought it was really worked
1: visually. Um, you know, what? I was actually really impressed with the the tower at the very beginning, like uh, when they were uh, when they had like the three tiered tower, mm-hmm. and um, and Yenim was was like lion dancing at the top, and. Um, and the tail of the lion was like stood on one leg on the pole behind him. And I was just like, I was just thinking, wow, that that is some serious physical prowess going on. <laughs> yeah,
0: no, that this movie is chock full of that stuff too. Because people people are just like in every scene doing doing all kinds of things that would be difficult to achieve. And uh, you know, again, it's 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 it's, uh, it's pretty impeccable. That's one of the things I like about La Carlong is how how consistent the quality of the perf- of the physical performances tend to be and, and the and the choreography
1: itself um, I wonder if that's actually a nod back to so you know a, a lot of the martial arts actors in 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 movies from this um, time period come from yeah martial clubs as well they they do lots of lion dancing and I wonder if this was just like um yeah that they're the nod at the fact that many of these stuntman actors come from a background where line dancing was just something that they had to do on the
0: well I mean and I and I don't know but what I feel with Lao Karlung Lung is that he definitely uh, has a lot of respect for the real martial arts aspect of it and so I think what this movie really ends up embodying is 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 like what it means to be in a martial club and you know the and again like the rules of conduct that are so important to to, to being a, a you know, a a member, um, you know, so, 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 and I, and I think the lion dancing part kind of is meant as a, uh, it's, it's like a, I don't know what you would call it. Like a, it's a, it's a, it's, it's like a, it seems like a traditional thing that, that is meant to reflect the principles that they're talking about. Like, you know, you, you, you know, it's, it's, it's this, it's, it's, it's ceremonial, uh, but it has meaning and purpose to it, you know? And if you, and so I think that, is maybe why he chose to use it sort of like, remember when we did, um, uh, what was the, what was the one set in Thailand? Was it Dula fist? The, uh, the one, the Ching Chai movie set in Thailand yes. with the kickboxing and they have the, uh, the Ramoi. you know, it's just, that's a similar type of thing. That's like a traditional sort of ceremony, but it's like loaded with all this kind of meaning and, 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 and importance that embodies the values of the, of the style. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I don't know. What about um, what about the fight scenes in general? Like, uh, you know, were there any that stood out to you guys, or did you have any particular observations about them?
1: I think yeah, mentioned the last fight scene already in the, in the in the tiny corridor. Like that, that was definitely that's my favorite. The, yeah, the most outstanding fight scene in my opinion in in, in the movie. Like, there's just something nice like, seeing. Um, Going through the different uh, sort of, I say stances, not really stances of the uh, the Hong uh, Fist, the Hong style fist, right? Well, um, he, keep, he keeps shifting sets. styles a lot yeah. during that fight. Well,
2: he was it, it, showing it's... all the animal, all the animal sets in the in the um, Hong Fist. He was doing a lot of the, you know, he did the snake, he did the panther. Um, he was doing each individual. Yeah. from the
1: animal styles. Yeah, and the hong the Hong the hungar hung, hung fist has, has like all, encompasses a, a, a lot of these form things. I mean we have the the it starts with the little tiger and tiger crane and then the five animal style um and then yeah he, he um Gordon even uses the the iron thread the iron thread, uh, fist as well. Mm-hmm. Which is all just sort of stuff that you know he, he, which he eventually sort of consolidates all into like a separate set of forms which he, which is passed down you know even not to nowadays as the honka fists um but it was yeah it was definitely uh um nice to see the different um uh, traditional forms of, of of the martial arts and uh, being displayed and, and and you know and and to be fair, I, I, so, um, I guess we, we mentioned a lot about Wong Fei-Hong, but not much about the um, Johnny Wang's character, right?
0: He was responding with similar but slightly different
1: uh Yeah, like, I don't know if you're missing like half of the sort of um, scene there, because we're not really sure. I, I, I'm quite, like, we see a lot of movies which, which involve um, Wong Fei-Hong and the Hong office sort of stuff, right? <laughs> Um, but we don't really see much of like, he, he was, well he's supposed to be from the North, right? Mm-hmm, his character was,
2: yeah, his character was from the North, but he did, um, display several of the styles that are known from the North. Like he was doing the mantis at one point. You
0: could oh, yeah see that, his yeah. fingers yeah, He did, going he did for... mantis in response to snake, right? Wasn't that the, yeah,
2: I think so. Yes.
0: And he did Eagle claw in response to tiger claw. So it seemed to be, he was going for like the, it was it was very poetic in how they were m- matching their uh, uh, you know the the techniques against each other, um, and then it got cool too when as the as the walls narrowed down further and further and they had to adjust the you know the stances and the styles. And I think eventually Wong Fei Hong he uses the Abbas Wu uh, Wu Mei technique, uh, which is mm-hmm. kind of like Wing Chun style. Mm-hmm. Um, which I think you were talking about that Kenny, right? That's the uh, yeah, the iron,
1: the, the iron red fist.
0: Yes, and so it was. It was, re- it was really interesting to watch because it visually the the evolution of the of the fighting matches the environment as they're going, and then the fight ends with um, with Shan Zhong sort of leaping into this frame and then sticking his his foot out and just touching the tips of his toes to Wang Fei-Hong's throat, and it's a little unclear you know if 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 that was, I guess that was like a victory move like that's how I kind of read it like he he sort of seemed to have won the fight in that moment but it it wasn't entirely conclusive because it was so friendly um
1: yeah i feel like that was more him acknowledging him that yeah cuz as he sort of leaving he does acknowledge that Wong Pei Hong is a junior but yeah he he was going to be yeah make make a name for himself in, in the future but, uh, but but for now he is still a junior type of thing. It's all that sort of attitude attitude I I got from him. Like he he appreciates um uh, Fei-Hong's potential.
0: Yeah no, in, in fact, what he says when he leaves is he, he addresses um he addresses the uh. The masters, and he says the boundaries of martial arts comprise a boxer's moral virtues. This trip to Canton has broadened my horizon. And then he tells Chi Ying that he is the best among the tigers, and that his son is best among the second group. Um, and so it was, uh, you know, it was, it was an interest. It was an interesting, interesting ending because the sort of I, he's sort of like the big bad in the movie, but he's kind of the. I don't know. He kind of assumes almost a little bit of a, like something a hero would normally do at the end of a film. Um,
2: but I don't really see his character as the big bad because I, I feel like the school that he's working with, this is manipulating him to be the big bad, but he's the big enforcer of the rules and yeah. the gentleman's code of conduct and trying to keep, everyone out of trouble, even tried to keep his own um, friend's school from breaking the rules, but they just didn't listen. So, you know, it was really cool to see him play um, an honorable character, because usually Johnny Wang is the big evil bad in the movie that ends up getting slaughtered, but to actually see him walk away with um, a sense of responsibility and a sense of uh, humility and being the typical hero in a way, kind of.
0: Yeah, no. And when I said he was the big bad, all I meant was that he, I thought he like occupied the space of the big bad in the movie. Like he, he was the guy. Well, he was, was
1: the antagonist. I'd yeah. say, but he wasn't necessarily the big bad. I mean, the big bad, yeah. It was quite clearly the Lou family. I'd say, mm. um, yeah. despite the fact that they, I, mean, yeah, they're, they're the ones with the evil intentions, uh, while the main opposing force was um, Johnny Wang's character, if that makes sense. Like, he, despite the fact yeah. that he was the opposing force, he wasn't the one who was uh, with the malicious uh, intentions. No,
0: no, no, that's what what made it so interesting was that he, you know, he's like the, you know, he like you say, he's like the antagonist, but he is, uh, he he is the one kind of keeping the bad guys in line throughout the whole movie. You know, in fact, it, 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 we should probably talk about the betrayal scenes. Uh, we already talked about the one at the brothel, but the the one at the theater that occurs when that when that they 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 decide to uh, to set up the uh, uh, the Wu Ben and the Zheng school by pretending to invite them to their theater without actually inviting them, and so. Uh, when they get there, they're watching the the show, and then they uh, request tickets, and then they can call the Yamen and to say that they didn't um, that they didn't they didn't pay for their seats. And the the reason that they're able to do that so effortlessly is because Sean says he knows nothing about opera, so he doesn't want to go to see it, and so he's not going to be there to to cause any problems. And when he does end up showing up, he sort of stands there at the door and refuses to participate. Um, because he realizes sort of a dishonorable uh, situation. Um, but I don't know, what What did you guys think of the theater scene in general? I
1: thought of, uh, the, the way they just sort of quietly boarded up the whole thing, the whole place was pretty intense, in my opinion. I wasn't really sure how it was on the going. Either way. The way the, they sealed up the whole place and everyone surrounding um uh, yeah the group and even the rest of the audience and then they started pulling out weapons as well i was just like well wow, this just reminds me of spoilers of a uh, game of thrones yeah I was just <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a very
0: red wedding type uh type situation um and yeah yeah you don't know how i mean it's the thing is even though like lao karlung generally doesn't get into cheng Che territory he can when he wants to and 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 at that moment you don't know you see them start to board up the room and you're wondering is this going to be a slaughter are people going to start getting killed, um, and and it is quite a it it, it it is a pretty intense scene for that reason
1: yeah and I I think the sort of the when Johnny Wang shows up at the door yeah you know, it was nice, well, you know, he's just, he's obviously, like, very conflicted saying there, because he, he can tell that, you know, Wong Fei Hong was a person with integrity and honour that, you know, that, that, that he respects, and, um, and he knows that he wouldn't do something as stupid as, like, not paying for, uh, uh, a theatre ticket, so he, he, he knows that the Liu family, like, I feel like, you know, we, we say that the Liu family is manipulating him, but I, I feel like throughout all of this, like, he is his own person and, you know, it's just out of convenience and the fact that he made friends with, um, master Lou is the only reason sort of like, he's staying there really. Like he's not, he's not particularly like attached either way. Like he's just friends with him and, um, you know, if he can do a friend a favor, you know, by helping him stand out, uh, you know, for, like for the, the, the cloth and rice scene or that, and, and sending the guests off that type of thing. Like, yeah, he'd be happy to do it. But I feel like if he he wasn't going to actually do anything like against his principles or even if, uh, you know, I think it was clear that the Lu people weren't the greatest, <laughs> weren't the most morally upright among the masters.
0: Well, and he, he did, he was the one after the theater scene who gets them to apologize and go to the Wuben school and sort of promise to give them rice and clothing, uh, you know, as compensation. And there's that great scene after when uh, uh, Gordon Liu and Karahui go on behalf of their schools to receive the compensation, and and they have that martial contest uh, where where they unfurl the fabrics and and they sort of test each other's stances, and then they do the thing where they're stacking the rice. Yeah, I thought
2: that was an interesting way of trying to have like a contest instead of um, just all out fighting just to use some kind of everyday items or to use your um, your gifts as your way
3: of, uh,
2: of doing some kind of battle to see who's better and to, to get over on the other person. But I think they really held their own. I wish Gordon would have let um, in the story i wish that kara would have been able to do some of the work on the on the fabric
0: yeah it was kind of i I do feel like her character didn't get a shine enough in that scene she got a shine in a lot of the other scenes like mostly there were a lot of really great fight scenes with her in it but in that one they kind of didn't didn't put her at the forefront of it or you know they they both both of the tests were sort of relegated to gordon Liu there and um you know that scene also reminded me a bit of Dirty Ho because there was like again the whole face-saving thing and the whole like you know you know we're 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 there's like a there's this whole undercurrent of conflict going on but it's masked by the politeness of giving a gift of rice and giving a a gift of clothing and it's just really and the whole movie is like that like there's all these scenes where people are uh you know where where uh the the Wu Ben Master uh. Uh, uh you know hong hong fei uh wong hip Fei hong's father is is constantly trying to help people save face and and uh and so i don't know that that scene in particular really uh seemed to be in that vein
1: yeah and when it comes to sort of martial arts clubs and all that like even in modern day stuff like it's well it's, again it's like i think i've spoken about it on previous podcasts but the idea of face in asia is so huge and so toxic that um I don't know, yeah it, it's one of those things where you know, face is just such a ridiculous thing in concept but everyone adheres to it anyway and yeah you you get people we have a higher sort of standing society i think as a middleman uh yeah yeah but both parties have to give him face otherwise you know it's rude in some way and there's no real consequence for not giving face to anyone except they might hold a grudge against you but it's just i guess it's just the, the i don't know it's uh, anyway
0: no that's it i mean actually there's um uh, we've had Deathblade on the channel a number of times. He had a whole video, I think, on um, on Face and his experience as a Westerner living in China and sort of encountering it for the first time. Um, maybe I'll link to it because uh, it, it's it's pretty eye opening. But um, but yeah, I I, I think I, I think what I like about how it operates in a movie like this, though, is it gives it gives like a an otherwise violent scene like just like an air of dignity. Do you know what I mean? It's sort of like the um, you know, there's you know, it's and you see it in a lot of movies where they'll do things like that. Like even in Dragon Inn, there was that scene where they're where they're where they're sort of like, the the bad guys have a table and the the brother and sister go to the table and they're um and 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 they're they're trying to get them to drink poisoned wine, but there's still this degree of politeness they have to adhere to, and and so they're they're you know like using uh you know like, like they're 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 putting the wine glass on the edge of the sword and sort of she's got to sort of uh, use her fingertips to push it away and you know it's it, it creates interesting choreography for uh, uh, for the screen um, but uh, but yeah I don't know what about uh, uh, some of the other aspects that we might have overlooked here was there anything else in the movie that we didn't cover that was significant
1: oh I I just want to mention, like, I thought the, um, the costuming, like, it wasn't, like, outstanding in any way, but it was all sort of very well done, and I liked how the, the, the schools were very distinct from each other, and, yeah, despite the fact that they were distinct, um, you still got a sense of, sort of, I say camaraderie, but there's a very, like, similar hues in the outfits for the, um, the Jiang uh, the show. um, Club and the Wu Club, they're sort of like they're different colors, but they're very similar in shade. But they're also very different from the uh, um, the Master Liu's uh, Club.
0: Yeah, I th- no, I thought the color selection worked really well here, um, and I think I think also the choice of clothing and attire fit the fight choreography really, really mm-hmm. nicely. Like, especially like in that last scene, you really like uh, Johnny Wang and um, and Gordon Liu both have similar types of trousers and shoes and it it highlights a lot of the stances and footwork that they're doing um you know and and so i I think you know you know the outfits were all well selected uh even the study and the peking opera stuff was really cool too like it's it's only in the background but the the pay they felt like they paid attention to those kinds of details
2: i think that um Lao Carl Young is very good with the details um, he's able I don't know he's really good eye for putting everything together the right amount of humor the right amount of um, fighting the right amount of picks the right people for the right characters it's just something that he does very very well
0: yeah no, no and the humor in this was really good I thought I mean I you know, it's, it's, some of it, you know, can can be difficult because of you know translation into English and stuff like that. But there's that whole scene where they where they uh, where they move their sh- their sashes around so that they can act like masters really? in town, and then they and then they bump into an actual master who's on his way to their school or to one of their schools, and and uh, and he and he basically realizes that they're lying, and he takes umbrage with it, and they and and he kind of he kind of roughs them up a little bit. Um, and, and then they, you know, they have to, and and then the father is irate. And again, the scene, uh, where they're buying off the two big guys, but also the scene where they, uh, where the, the watermelon scene with Johnny Wang, where he's going to buy the Mm -hmm. watermelon and, uh, and he, um. And, and he doesn't quite understand that this guy is coming up to him and paying him to take a fall in a fight. He just thinks the guy is being generous or ridiculous. And then, you know, moments later, he's buying his drunken chicken and Kara Hui comes in and she does the same thing and he, he just thinks they're being strange. And he doesn't quite pick up on what's going on and it leads to uh, the, the Yin Lin character getting the crap beat out of him, basically.
1: Uh, oh, one thing I might have missed... Um... Due to language issues, might be that his accent was slightly off. Uh, I think he was pl- actually playing the part of a the there and their pronunciations and stuff. So th- when he was saying chicken, um, the waiter, yeah, he, he was saying chicken in, in a way that the waiter wouldn't understand. Oh, okay. Although I think it might okay, so I, this is where the difference between Cantonese and Mandarin might be an issue here as well. Because if it was film, if, if this was like a, a shown in Cantonese, I feel like his character might have been speaking with like a sort of a Mandarin accent
3: mm-hmm.
1: as opposed to the Cantonese. But because the whole movie on on Amazon Prime was in Mandarin, I don't know if that was like sort of something that's also glossed over or not. So
0: they have to they have to do a Mandarin accent in Mandarin, basically. So um, they had
1: to make it more like. Country pumpkin style Mandarin, uh-huh. maybe. <laughs> okay, okay.
0: Yeah, that's always that's always a tricky thing, you know. Especially when you, you know, uh, I mean, I, 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 yeah, that that definitely didn't. Like, I, 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 didn't pick up on anything in the chicken scene related to that. So that definitely didn't carry over in the in the subtitles. Um, but that's kind of interesting. Um, but I think, I but I think overall, the you know, the, the like you were saying the the blend of humor and all the other components is is is, is you know like a lot of La Carlo movies it's just it just all kind of works and is is nicely balanced um i think that's really the kind of the key thing he, ba- he balances movies well and he and he he really uh he, he does a good job of 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 working the getting the actor's skill levels to meet the needs of the choreography. Cause I don't feel like, I feel like in a lot of movies when I watch them, I can see the slippage between the performance and the choreo, like what the choreographer was intending to happen maybe. And what the, you know, what ends up happening when a human tries to, to perform it. And, and very rarely do I see those slippages in the, in Lau kar movies. Um, but yeah, so I don't know any, any, uh, any other details, uh, that we should go over before we, uh, before we this
2: is a small detail that I'm just throwing in there but there were some snippets from the mute um, music snippets from Mast Avengers that I recognized in this movie
0: That's interesting and they didn't... were
2: both made the same year
0: I wonder if that's a, if, that, if that has anything to do with it because I, I actually't admit I didn't notice much of the music in this movie um, The one thing I noticed actually was the sound effects. And I sort of got me thinking about sound effects and martial arts in general, because it's funny that like a lot of the sounds they use are not particularly realistic. like they'll use like when a, when when a person is squeezing another guy's like elbow or arm, they'll use a sound effect that sounds almost like a person rubbing a uh, a, a balloon or something. like it's a very sort of rubbery kind of sound that uh, mm-hmm. that a human that human skin just doesn't make, but it ends up really working somehow and I, I think that the the way that they the way that the the sound effects are are made and selected uh enhances the action even e- despite the fact that it often doesn't have much connection to what you would actually expect that to sound like but uh but yeah so i don't know it's just a thought. Um, but but yeah, so I don't know, any, any other, any other, uh, observations?
1: No, I guess like, yeah, you know, like I said, I, I found this movie very enjoyable overall. Um, yeah, it's a, yeah, like you said, it it wasn't so much about the plot, so much as just following the characters from scene to scene, and it just being very enjoyable to see how uh, how how the characters interact and and um, the, the way yeah you know, the scene plays out. Like you, you know, there's probably not going to be any sort of major um, plot twists or whatever. You know, and yeah, it it, it, it was just something very. Easy to watch, I think, and I find myself quite engaged and enjoying all aspects of the characters. This
2: is my fourth time seeing it, and it's like I picked out a couple new things um, this time that I'd never seen before. Yeah, it's a really good movie.
0: I had a similar experience. I felt that, like, on rewatching this movie, you really got a lot. Like, it, 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 it it got better every time I saw it. Actually. it's definitely one of those kind of movies and uh and you notice more things about it as you watch it um and and some of the details that i maybe misunderstood on my first viewing you know it it, i were clarified in, in 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 further viewing so it's definitely worth taking a second look at it or a third or a fourth um but yeah so uh so I guess this is our, uh, again, we're doing a Karahoy month, so we're celebrating uh, her works. But we've already talked about a lot of her really good movies. So uh, I have a, uh, uh, if you go to the blog page, you can see uh, links to all of the previous Hoy, uh, uh, uh films that we've discussed or reviewed. And I think it's probably worth people going there and checking out because we have like My Young Auntie and films like that on there and uh and yeah so uh so we'll be back on next week with another carahoy film and until then we will talk to you later